you are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. Yo! Welcome. Welcome. I'm Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor Cutting. <laughs> How are you, babes? I'm good. Happy Memorial slash Bank Holiday Weekend. Yes, it is the BH Weekend. More <laughs> of that later. The big BH. <laughs> um, what I will say is, when I arrived at yours today, yes. things were in an array. What do you mean? You uh, <laughs> I arrived and you were just in your underwear. And then you proceeded to find a, a loose pill in your pocket. <laughs> hey, hey, it's the BH weekend. It's the BH weekend. What can I say? I will clarify it was a homeopathic pill. It sure was. Thank you. Get those from Germany and have to import them through Canada. <laughs> Actually would be easier to just be taking hard drugs. It would be. And cheaper. Yeah, like you could just be buying street drugs at a much easier price point. Yeah. You have been on a little trip and we haven't spoken about it. Tell me about your little trip you went on. Yes. <laughs> little trip. Little really patronizing. Trip. Last weekend, I went to Ojai. That's spelled O-J-A-I. Ojai. So, Ojai is about oh, an hour and a half from LA. It's in the mountains. And yeah, we went for a couple of nights and it was lovely. Is it wine country or is that Napa? Napa's wine country, but there's lots of wine things going on. But you know, I'm not a big wine drinker. Right. So I kind of just ignore all that. So <laughs> it's a very lovely hippy dippy. Bear with me, because mm. I know that could turn you off. Like hippy dippy mountain town. Right. It's where Marie Kondo lives. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd stayed there before a couple of years where ago. where Marie's condo is. She's got her condo. <laughs> Marie's condos. <laughs> oh, that was mm-hmm. a good one. We'd stayed there a couple of years ago, but we'd done it wrong that time. We'd uh, booked last minute. We're in a weird hotel. Nothing was quite right. This time we did it right. We stayed in, it's like a, an old motel from the 50s that they've rejuged. And now it's achingly hip. Oh, Jesus. But actually, it's weird. It's, an, it's very low-key and not fussy, but also kind of fussy. It's weird to describe. Right. So there wasn't like a sewing machine stapled to the wall there was a record player in the room <laughs> of course there was uh, and did you bring your own vinyls i imagine you bring just like vinyls of like girls allowed <laughs> the original spice album on yeah. vinyl uh, no it's fine i went everyone through... else has got like jazz or like classic rock coming from their room and it's like last time lover coming from your room <laughs> treat, me, undercover. treat me right <laughs> no I, as soon as we got there i went through the vinyls and put aside the ones we were not playing right uh, like lionel richie but where i i found uh, carly simon mm-hmm. i found a lily tomlin comedy album oh, wow it's kind of got the vibe of the the hotel of a adult summer camp right and okay. i actually think you'd really like it oh Actually, now you've said it, you did send me some pictures. It's all coming back to me now. And yeah, it, I did quite like that. I like the look of that. Yeah. You're on little cabins that are far more expensive than they should be, but lovely little cabins, but are very low key. Mm. And there's a pool and you sit at the pool. There's a barman at the pool and he is, he is vibes, vibes, vibes. And incredibly high and like wearing, <laughs> he's like an old rocker right. wearing skin tight clothes his sexuality is 100% fluid, clearly. He's got a lot of silver jewelry everywhere. He's smiling. He's getting all your orders wrong, but he's lovely. <laughs> and they also have glassware by the pool. No, no plastic, glass everywhere. I like that. <laughs> I, I, did, I do like a, a summer camp vibe as a fan of a slasher, you know, 80s kind of slasher movie. Yes. I did think there was, it had an upscale kind of Friday the 13th vibe, yes. which is like perfect. I, I I thought that we could all go and then watch horror movies there. Yeah. It was very great. that. What's been going on with you, babes? Um, not too much. I would say, you know, the phrase nature is healing is something that people are using. And I definitely <laughs> feel like that because I um, went on a date with a secret Republican. So yeah. Oh, how, <laughs> now how did the Republican ways come out? Pun intended. On the date. Oh, it, though it was things 
I asked where he was from and, and he told me and I said, oh, like what kind of, you know, it, to, to be from a place like that, is it very conservative? Is it more of a liberal place? Meaning just, you know, it's fun to bond over coming from like conservative places and being, you know. You were like, what's the vibe? Yeah. And what's he, the vibe? Basically, without really even prompting, he just kind of was like, well, I'm not really a Democrat. I'm more of a libertarian. And Uh-oh. then there was like, he started bringing up taxes and, and it just, yeah, it's a no from me. But, you know, I do think, I think for me to be going on a terrible day actually does feel like nature's healing. Oh, I mean, you know, I want a man with money, but I don't want him to be, you know, clinging onto it with his Republican claws oh. anyway. Okay, before we get into the episode, <laughs> now, as ever, we're going to take a British pop culture topic, discuss, dissect, work out the US equivalent, and then we'll do the same for an American pop culture topic. Before we do that, we need Janet, Janet Jackson, that is, <laughs> to do some feedback. First bit of feedback is this. Oh, thank you. That is Mutia Buena. <laughs> yes! I never pretend to be something I'm not. Our real girl. Yeah, so Mutia got in touch and just she really enjoyed your singing of Real Girl and appreciated the fact that we love that song and we called it a timeless classic, which it is. Stand yeah. by it. Thank you for your approval, Mutia. I have a little bit of feedback here. Niall on Instagram got in touch with us and said that our Sugar Babes episode was everything. And then I really, really enjoyed. He had a little fun fact, which was he loved that Bruno Mars has a co-writing credit on Get Sexy, which I did not realize. Mm. And then my favorite bit of feedback he gave us is also if Kellogg's Special K had used red dress on as an advert, it would have been such a great (laughs) pairing to Here Come the Girls and Boots. He could not be more correct. Oh my God. I almost feel like they did do it and... Well, that's the thing. When he wrote that, I was like, wait a minute. I think they did do it. But I actually just think that Niall has been saying that to me for so many years right. that it has rewired my brain. Because it was Special K Red Berries was was the, was like the flavor that came out, wasn't it? Do you remember? Ooh. Cooler than the red berries. Ooh, I, I, also just, I also just keep on thinking of the animated red K turning into a red dress and then stomping down. Don't, don't, oh, don't. Just like Heidi in a red dress eating some Special K. That's yeah. gorgeous. So we had some feedback on Instagram from Sonny Chulo is his IG name. And he said, were you too aware that Craig David's What's Your Flavor was used in an advert for Flavor Dolls in the US? <laughs> now, he's, he's given us a commercial. It's some dolls released in 2003. Maybe in previous years, I would describe the styling of these dolls as urban, but we're not going to use that no, anymore. Mean, say flat out racist is flat out racist. So thank Problematic. You, this so thank you is. so much for that, uh, Sunny Chulip. I love how that's how Craig David, <laughs> other than him living in Miami for a long time, yeah. I love how that's he it, he sort of in, in penetrated the the it culture. Feels like that song should have been used for so many different ad campaigns. I wonder if it was. It must have been used for something else. Special K. Special What's K. Your flavor. <laughs> o- old El Paso when they brought out like a new meal kit. You know. What's your flavor? Perfect. Yeah, that advert was. I, I urge everyone to look that up. It is tough going. <laughs> So we had a little bit of feedback regarding Janet. Podcast nemesis Michael wants to publicly speak out and say that despite accusations to the contrary, I did not write the email from Janet, but I do have a list of suspects. Yeah, I saw podcast nemesis Michael last night and he he's actually been Googling away trying to find Janet and he claims he found her. Yeah, I, he sent, I'm not so sure about that evidence. No. It's, uh, I like how you had to go to a LinkedIn to try and find her. <laughs> I don't believe it. Okay, we've had Cliffhanger in Glasgow get in touch. Oh, what a good bit of feedback. Oh, by the way, if you want to get in touch, you can go to our Instagram, You're Welcome America. You can go to our Twitter, You're Welcome USA. You can email us. What's the email account, Fraser? It's Your Welcome America podcast at gmail.com, and that's you are, not Y-O-U-R. Okay, so Cliff got in touch on Instagram, and he said... A treat of an episode referring to the Sugar Baby special. Can we discuss the iconic 4.0 Windows 7 spawn con <laughs> where they make Jade a birthday card of Microsoft Word? So he sent us the... Uh, I don't even know if it's an advert. What even Who is it? Who knows what platform this ever existed on? I think maybe just on Windows 98. This is Future Fraser. I tried to insert a clip of this Sugar Baby's Windows 7 ad and the audio is incomprehensible so i'm just telling you all to uh, google windows 7 sugar babes shake it on youtube if you want to see what we're talking about who cares can we get something nominated for a bafta 
what was it when someone's after someone's dead <laughs> posthumous can, <laughs> can we get a posthumous BAFTA for that advert I think a posthumous Webby I don't know so just to describe to our listeners what happened it is a Mel and Heidi and they're sitting there in front of a, a Sony Veo is that what they were called I laptop I can't remember and they're constructing a digital card for Jade's birthday and they're just dragging some clip art around it's definitely they're making it in Word for sure so I don't even feel like it's in a template that would even you couldn't even print that into a card it would yeah. come out like like, like portrait on a piece of A4 paper that doesn't make any sense. Oh my god, you would you'd print it out. You'd have to do it in, in landscape so that you could fold it in half to make it into a card. Oh, that's true. And also, there's so much colour ink in there, it'd come out really kind of like floppy <laughs> with too much colour ink. You know too I mean? heavy. Too heavy. Uh, and then Jade comes into the room, she's like, oh, what are you up to? And they're like, oh, nothing. And they quickly, I don't know, close the card and they bring up... <laughs> A Sugar Babe setless word doc that they've been working on that says red dress on it. Oh, of course. Importantly. <laughs> um, and then she goes to make them a cup of tea. But then she comes back <laughs> and she she gets them. I mean, it could only get better if they were eating Special K while they were doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and putting on some boots makeup. Yeah. Gorgeous stuff. Wonderful. Thank you for that cliffhanger. And just a really quick shout out to listener Andaru who <laughs> who fell for <laughs> who fell for a fake Spice World 2 poster sent it to us in excitement and then just said, fuck, it's very much fake. Ignore. And I was like, I won't ignore that, Andy, because we really appreciate your dedication <laughs> to Spice World. So I'm happy to look at fake Spice World posters. I love I love Andrew's like trigger response to send it to us immediately without fact checking <laughs> and then just being like, oh, no, wait a minute. And <laughs> um, by the way, as well as getting in touch with us, we would love some more reviews on Apple Podcasts yes. because it does help us, I think, somehow yes. in the in the matrix. Exactly. So if you go into Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. And we're, you know, there's big things happening in some very very odd emails that I'm getting saying that we're in the <laughs> we're in this we've just dropped out of the Swiss comedy charts so come on people get us back into the Swiss comedy charts your rate your rates and reviews will do that <laughs> thank you get us to the Swiss people <laughs> and we are back okay we have a British topic we have an American topic Fraz you're up first with the American topic what is it, babes? Well, you don't know today. I don't. <laughs> I've decided to keep it a secret from you. So as I said to you when I arrived, I did reverse engineer my topic today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about the store, Coles. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get through some quick business at the top. So yeah, Coles is a, it's a department store. Yeah. Sure. It still exists? Still exists. Still, still going... Still going. Mm, about to put the word strong in. Still going. Still going. <laughs> but really, what it is that drew me to, to Coles is there's a very specific brand which is sold at Coles. <laughs> candies? It is candies at Coles. <laughs> so I basically, I, I'll, I'll give you like just a bit of info about Coles off the top of it. So yes, it is an American department store. It is. It was uh, in the kind of the mid 2000s, the largest department store chain. Um, bigger than jc penny yeah, and all the others it was wow. that this is in the when it was truly at the peak of coles at candies okay. candies at coles that's when it was really thriving and um yeah it seems to they, they do have them here in la but when you when you go on <laughs> google maps and you search nearest coles there's like a a ring that it, it doesn't go inside of like basically you can only go to ones there's like one by lax <laughs> you know one in the deep deep valley one in like uh what's that place that i always pronounce it like the lady gaga song don't call my name don't call my name alhambra <laughs> i think it's called alhambra but alhambra. i always call it alhambra mm. in my head it's good so yeah it's one of those kind of like it seems like it's very far out so i actually technically have never been to a coles i don't think i have either this is similar to when we tried to go to like a sonic drive through <laughs> and again that google maps circle it's like everything's just a little bit further away yeah <laughs> My favorite just piece of information that it says on online is Coles uses a racetrack layout with a single aisle that circles the entire store. (laughs) (laughs) Did not understand that. And it's not just clothes. No, it is like homeware, perfume. Mm, Yeah. Parfum. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, the reason I got so excited is because I was thinking about... One of my favorite songs, which doesn't exist on a single streaming service. Oh. It is not, yes, it's not available to stream, not available to buy. 
and actually the only evidence of it exists on YouTube, youtube.com translation. But even on YouTube, even on their official channel, it's in like, you can, you can never go high res. And also the sound quality doesn't sound like it's been ever mixed at like a studio. <laughs> can, you, can you play this for me, please? <laughs> so we're going deep into the archives here. Okay, so if that did exist in a streaming platform, it would be on your Back to the Islands playlist. Yes, so it is, I would say it's a direct ripoff of Paris Hilton's Stars Are Blind. It's kind of a diet reggae light, and I'm saying it's diet and light. Okay, and who is it? Light with an E. That is Hayden Panettiere with the song Wake Up Call. So this song was officially made in conjunction with Candies at Coles. <laughs> okay. So in the music video, she is... She sees her boyfriend in the club and he's like dancing with some other women. So she decides to go into the bathroom and inexplicably empty a bag of candies at Cold's clothes. Try them all on in the bathroom. Then she puts on a brown wig. I think she cheats on her boyfriend and then does a performance at the end. Lovely. What I will tell you is that her boyfriend is someone in the current Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. He is the Winter Soldier. That is Sebastian Stan, the actor. And he is inexplicably in the Wake Up Call music video. <laughs> But this is really just an excuse for me to talk to you about how much I love Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I feel like I don't ever talk about her, but I've liked every single thing she's ever done in her career. Scream 4? She is... Excellent in Scream 4. So good in Scream 4. Kirby? That's her character name. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I don't... I, I wear a lot of my kind of fandoms very proudly but for some reason i don't feel like anyone's gonna care enough to talk to me about my love of hayden panettiere what's what's a hayden panettiere fan called like a panna a panna cotta panna cotta <laughs> a panna a panna terror <laughs> a panna terror is quite good yeah I'll, I'll take it i'm a panna terror That's you're a panna terror so yeah so i just i remember this song I don't even think it came out. I don't even know yeah. how I... How would you have heard this song? I don't know how... What year is this, by the way? I just looked it up. It's from 2008. Ugh, I mean... It was digitally released on August 5th, 2008. Well, that's a lie because I can't find a hide nor hair of it on a streaming service. <laughs> so every once in a while, I just... I have like a kind of a backup thing of songs that I can't find anywhere else. And there is Wake Up Call by mm -hmm. Hayden Panettiere. And then there's this song by Jojo which has never been released digitally and I cannot find anywhere called Andre. Remember that song? No. <laughs> he always flies, he wanna be cool and a mother. The girl's always looking, but he's just my lover. Andre, Andre. It's this song by JoJo where apparently it's written about Andre 3000 from Outcast. Oh. That song just, I, I can't, I need people to listen to Andre by JoJo. And Wake Up Call by Hayden Panentier. I, this is really the point of this, my topic, is that I want to get those two songs onto a streaming service. What? It's a real Trojan horse of a topic. Oh, completely. I started with Wake Up Call and I worked my way all the way back to Coles. <laughs> so, question for you. Yeah. Candy's the line at Coles. Yeah. Now, what what is that? That's like a, a female-fronted, like, female brand? Like, what is it? Yeah, it's technically... Yeah, it's a women's it's a women's clothing brand, but it's it's focused on like teen it's teen wear basically. Got it. So they 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 used to they they it's just a fashion line separate from Coles. But then I think it was in two thousand and five is when Coles like acquired the exclusive rights to candies, and that's oh. when all of the like celebrity endorsements kind of started to happen. Oh yeah, because it's a clothing brand from nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, I don't want to take us back to Hayden Panettiere, but I okay. do want to ask you one quick question about yes. something else in her career. Obviously, we, we can't sit here and talk about Heroes and Nashville and all the other things of hers, which I genuinely am a fan of. Have you ever seen her Bring It On sequel that she's in? Is that, is that the second Bring It On? Yeah, it's the one with Solange. So I don't think it's the second one. I think it's, I think we're getting deep into, there's literally about five or six Bring It On movies. Yeah, and we're, we're deep in like DVD release territory. Yeah, and I, I 
I do want you to watch the trailer for it because okay. there's some quite shocking elements of it. Brittany Allen is the most popular girl in school, captain of the cheerleading squad. Good job, guys. Let's do that one more time. And soon to be prom queen. But her life is about to change because she's moving across town. Oh, hold on now. What is this, LAX? Do you have any organic greens? Where nobody likes her. Hey guys, Brittany sent a video. <laughs> I'm the cheerleader, I'm Kat. My old squad would have made yours look like newbies. Prove it. Yeah, show us what you got. But does she have the moves? Damn, vanilla latte got skills. To win a place in sheer history? Give it up for Brianna! Get to join me in a TV performance showing worldwide. Now, two teams are gonna push their skills to the limit and bring it to a whole new level. You've lost your cheer sanity if you think this pathetic little squad can even compete with us. You really gotta go for it if you wanna win. You mean if we wanna win? Bring it on, all or nothing. Okay, so I just made Ben watch the Bring It On, All or Nothing trailer. Oh, Hayden Panettiere and Solange Knowles. And Rihanna. And Rihanna. And in the grand tradition of Bring It On, it's definitely a movie about race relations. Yeah, there were some real tough moments in that. Um, there's definitely a scene where it looks like she has, Hayden Panettiere has uh, cornrows. And definitely a scene where she seems to be wearing like an army inspired outfit, which was very odd. Uh, but one, there was one moment that made me laugh where some of the cheerleaders, uh, <laughs> some of the black cheerleaders call her vanilla latte, and that did make me laugh. That's good. And <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is, we're going to be adding this to a list of movies that we're going to watch one night. Okay. Kind of problematic 2000 pop culture movies. Um, I again, is this going to be available on any streaming service? I don't think so. Oh, Something about the quality. It looks like it was all shot like in the bright light of day with like no it almost looks like it hasn't gone through like a an editing process like it hasn't been graded yeah does that make sense yeah <laughs> so 2006 and they've got rihanna is that just before umbrella i th no she's singing sos in the trailer i'm just trying to work out <laughs> yeah. what level of fame rihanna's at because she is she is in this movie i mean she's not just like a song by rihanna's in it like rihanna's <laughs> Seems to be the, the focus of the movie is winning a part to perform with Rihanna. Yeah, which Rihanna announces. So, <laughs> well, look, we're going to watch Bring It On, All or Nothing, and we're going to report back on our findings okay. once we've done that. Anyway, so should I stop talking about Hayden Panettiere now? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so uh, there's been actually quite a few people who have done uh, endorsements for Candies at Coles. Great. Um, I'm going to just talk about, there's an incredibly bizarre series that Fifth Harmony did. Oh. Like, not actually that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Everyone else is very, like, early 2000s, but Fifth Harmony are really bumping up against kind of recent times. Yeah, it's very, like, 2013 yeah. or something. They have, like, a full original song. Much like Hayden, they have... Not everyone has an original song for Candies at Coles, because I was trying to find out if anyone else did. So, actually, most of them just have... Like, Fergie has an ad that she did for it, and it's just her, like, shimming around to Glamorous. Um, oh... <laughs> I found one, I think, of Brandy, like, back in the day, and she seems to have an original song about candies, but Fifth Harmony's one is quite something. It's almost... There's, like, a mini-series on YouTube. <laughs> there's, like, six videos, and they're all, like, 30 or 40 seconds long, but the last one is a music video. Okay. And it's basically Fifth Harmony in all of these incredibly insane, like, contrived situations coming up with the song. And speaking of, you know, posthumous, you know acting awards I, i'd like i implore everyone to go and watch the full mini series as i'm calling it of fifth harmony candies do we do calls we, for candies do we need to do a full to... um a spin-off series <laughs> yes, where we do a, we can... <laughs> a rewatch and recap of every single one yes an hour-long recap of each 40 yes. second clip Pre I, 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 I honestly think we could <laughs> each each one seems to involve them like the first one they're in a diner and one of them's just like la 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 and they're like oh i like that melody and then they will start like playing knives they will start like playing knives and forks and spoons oh dinah jane yeah dinah jane dinah jane bottle up <laughs> but then actually the real if you really want to get like very granular about this the scenes when they're coming the parts in the scenelets where they're coming up with the song they're very comfortable and it's actually like fine to watch but the best part is really watching them try to act around that so like when we first joined them in the diner 
they have the, <laughs> they have all these milkshakes in front of them, and one of them they clearly were just not given an actual script, and one of them is just like drinks the milk. She's just like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> one of the other ones is like, mm, yeah, strawberry. It's I implore everyone to run to watch that. So I'm just going to give you a, a little hit of the final product of that mini series, which oh, is good. Fifth Harmony's song, "Rock Your Candies." It has the noise of a buzzing phone in it. So it sounds a bit like it. <laughs> okay, so, so my question for you is, if you had to pick your favorite oh. Candies branded original music video, is it Rock Your Candies by Fifth Harmony or Wake Up Call by Hayden Panettiere? It's Wake Up Call by Hayden Panettiere. This <laughs> this is very uh, sparse. <laughs> <laughs> in, in all in all in ways production and music production i yeah. feel like hayden panettiere's one it was a little bit Lindsay lohan rumors meets yeah. hillary duff with love with the change of wake like there was story there I was think intrigue i do feel like wake up call might have was like genuinely meant to be a real her real single and it got like reverse engineered as a candies for coles thing and whereas this is literally being like i'm in my candies yeah speaking of hillary duff there is also a hillary duff ad and she, I think she's, it's her just like walking into a Coles and buying loads of stuff, but it's set to, I think, with love. Great. Yeah. So wait, can you list me who else has been involved okay. in Candies at Coles? Because <laughs> it's quite, it's quite a list. Okay. If it had been in the UK, the Saturdays definitely would oh, have been there. They'd be number one on the goddamn list. <laughs> so currently, I think, I think the Candies person is Sarah Highland okay. from Modern Family, right. which actually makes sense because it feels like... If you try and look at, if you look at their like brand now, they are trying to be a little bit more, a little bit more grown up and not kind of that kind of girly teenage pop thing isn't really a thing anymore. Yeah. So, and it makes sense for her because she's actually not that young, but she looks really young. <laughs> so it's a really good idea. Do you know what would have been fun is if a few years ago, like five years ago, they're like, we're still going to play with our market, but we're going to do it in a, like a cool way. And they did, they had Charlie XCX. Oh yeah. She could, she could work for Coles. Yeah. And she could have done like a really a, great song. A good original song. She yeah. could like whip up an original song in 20 minutes. And it'd be a phenomenal song. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you the full list. So okay. Sarah Highland, Fifth Harmony, we've talked about Bella Thorne. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, that makes perfect sense. Oh, she, again, Speaking she of whipped up a song. <laughs> yeah. Leah Michelle. now I watched her advert and it was <sighs> tough. <laughs> she doesn't do any singing in it. It's just her looking through the window at loads of clothes and also a, a hot guy. Wow, that contract negotiations. Yeah. So just want to double check, is um is she going to be yeah, writing yeah, and Leah's, singing? Leah's original song. Original song. <laughs> We've just heard from um, that from Leah and it's 100% known the song, but she will look through a window. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Hudgens, again, could not make oh. any more sense than V. Hudge doing... I feel like she should also have done Wake Up Call. Or like Sneaker Night. Yeah. Sell those sneakers. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. Um, the Dixie Chicks. Um, Alyssa Milano, which was a, a real left field one for me, because I like maybe so, she did that back in the day. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I love how you were saying Alyssa Milano is the the one left <laughs> the field. Dixie the Dixie Chicks. The Dixie Chicks. <laughs> when did the, when did the chicks? I don't have a date on. I don't have a date on the chicks. Okay. Uh, Fergie, Little Kim. Yeah. Which is also a fun, a fun <laughs> Fer- one. Fergie was yes, and Little Kim. I, I, oh, okay. <laughs> Ashley Simpson. Oh, actually, we're, we're entering quite a, a rock bracket. Actually, mm. Ashley Simpson, Hilary Duff. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson? That's yeah. big money. What about... I feel like that must have been like early idol. You oh, know, I yeah. imagine like an idol kind of period time. It might have already been like baked into her idol deal. I, I, it definitely was. What about... Um, her an second app- single was just inexplicably like a song about bracelets at Coles. A bracelet <laughs> like this. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Coles. <laughs> They're open <laughs> from 10. <laughs> Including major holidays. <laughs> uh, what about Avril Lavigne? Now, I couldn't find any evidence of Avril Lavigne. I, I was getting mixed reports about Avril Lavigne. I, I couldn't find a video for it. Okay. But I did see her name pop up on another list. So I think she did do it. That makes but sense she didn't, to me. She's not in that rock bracket on um <laughs> on this list. Is there a okay. video? Well, here's the thing. So Av- it looks like Avril Lavigne had her whole own clothing line at Coles. Okay. And it was called Abidon. <laughs> and it is rock chick I will tell you. 
Oh, straps and stripes and oh, pinks God. and purples and blacks and denims. I wish I wish that still existed. I'd love to get some Abbey Dawn yeah, items. Abbey Dawn. Oh, oh, oh. Skulls, stars, checkers, and zebra print. Avril Lavigne's clothing line, Abbey Dawn, is a perfect brand to celebrate the current emo slash pop punk. And then it doesn't... I can't read the rest. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. Um, then there's a, a name that really came out of left field. Jenny McCarthy. I know she did it kind of back in the day because obviously our number one Candies at Coles person, Britney Spears. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we don't even need to say I know, that. I, I left her till, I was trying to leave her till the end. But actually, if you watch the video of her talking about why she does a collection at Coles, she name checks inexplicably Jenny McCarthy. She said, I was always a fan of Jenny McCarthy's Coles ads. It's like, okay. <laughs> someone, someone just before that was shot said to Britney, oh yeah, Jenny McCarthy did it back in the day. And Britney's mind just went, clank. <laughs> uh, Brandy, as I mentioned, Ashanti, uh, Destiny's Child have even represented the brand. And then my favorite one, which I found was Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> because the picture, the Vanessa Carlton picture of her doing Coles is... Candies at Coles is insane. Let me, I'm just going to show it to you. Hang on. Okay. We took a, took a, we took a quick pause for me to okay. sexually harass your husband and for him to set a car alarm off. So have a look at that. What, what do you make of that Vanessa Carlton right. picture? Talk wow. me through it. Well, first of all, I couldn't find it when I Googled it. So <laughs> this is something that only your laptop has managed to trap. <laughs> it says Vanessa Carlton for candies. And she is... <laughs> She's in, she's in a sink from my art department at school <laughs> and underneath that sink, there's a bottle of bleach and some paints <laughs> and things. She is in the sink and her legs are up and she's wearing some real chunky wedges. She's shaving her legs. <laughs> she's got a couple of bracelets on. Her hair is wet. I mean, the, the only candies thing that is really being sold here are those chunky chunky shoes yeah i, I think actually she's quite smart in this modeling choice because she's just making a focus of the the chunky shoes that would be a great like i would describe that shoe as um a female school shoe for summer yes <laughs> like a wedge like yeah. a school wedge like a yeah. <laughs> like if there was a if you went to maybe um uh a school where you had to wear a uniform but there was like a summer trip, but you still had to dress in your uniform. Right, yeah. That would be the... I know what you mean. Yeah, my primary school had that, like, a, it was like a gingham summer dress. And it's like, yeah, and if you wanted to really sex it up, especially at primary school, yeah. add a chunky wedge for but, summer. But still black leather. Still black leather <laughs> chunky wedge for summer to go with that gingham dress. Uh, also, uh, just if anyone is interested, I when we took a quick break there, I did find, um, I did find that Hayden Panettiere inexplicably on a Disney album had done a cover of Cruella de Vil set to a real hip hop beat. Uh, yeah. Really tough. She's really sliding up and down to those notes, isn't she? I feel like that might be the same album that has Hillary and Hayley Duff doing um, Siamese. Siamese from uh, the Aristocats. Uh, no, oh. Lady of the Tramp. I don't remember. Uh Oh, Ugh, I mean, this episode is just filled with problematic Nuggets. 2000s. <laughs> um, side note, just think of Scream 4 again. Cause I can always, I can always just think about Scream yeah. 4. The opening song in that movie, do you remember it? It's called Something to Die For. And it's like, something to die for. When does it come in, though? Right, the opening credits. It goes, no, because you know, Scream 4 has the like four false beginnings. So are you talking about like, as soon as you see Scream 4 come up on the screen, that's when you heard it? I think so. Because obviously, it could be like stab four, five, or six, or whatever that beginning is. No, I think it's the I, real, real beginning. I love Scream 4. Even Scream that 4 beginning, is so which is good. so stupid. And it has that beginning bit with Lucy Hale from Pretty Little Liars and that girl from 90210 right at the beginning. Then what's her face? Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell inexplicably in that next scene. So good. And most importantly, it's Scream, but they turned the A into a 4. Yeah. Like that's... The that's marketing genius. department did that and then took a year I'm off. I'm pretty sure Scream 5 is coming out. It is, but they're not calling it Scream 5. They're calling it Scream Oh, so we're doing like a Halloween. This is like when Halloween came think, out last I, year. I think whenever. Scream 4 under underperformed. I know. Not in our hearts. Fucking, how, how? Okay. <laughs> Look, all, all <laughs> that matters is Nev Campbell is back. Yeah. So all that matters. I think Courtney Cox and the whole gang are going to be there. Oh, so good. God, I love Scream 4. 
Which, anyway. where are we? Who are we? <laughs> I have no idea anymore. I mean, I really just wanted to do Hayden Panettiere as my topic, but I felt like... It wasn't big enough. I felt like it wasn't enough, and I really needed to, as you said, Trojan horse her into this. So, sorry about this one, Coles, because you ain't getting nothing from us. And um, So, yeah. So, basically, I think Britney Spears was, you know, before Hayden Panettiere, she was the, the one that I knew was a Candies for Coles spokesperson, because obviously she... There's some amazing content surrounding that, including her talking that woman through like a rack of of Candy's clothes that she's literally seeing for the first time in her life. My favorite is that that top that's like a, it's like a really large, like V-shaped top. I think it's meant to be like a, it's very hard to explain. And quite rightly, Brittany can't explain it. Like they're flicking through the racks, they get to it and she's like, huh. She goes, this would be nice as like a nightgown <laughs> or it's like a casual top and the other woman's like oh the, the two of them together are both like this is awful and the woman just does that thing where she picks up, she goes oh it's really soft <laughs> which i think you just do if you're like i haven't got any that's the equivalent of saying you look like you're having fun oh that's really soft i, I love that video <laughs> because it's really silent and you can even hear the noise of like the metal uh hook <laughs> as like britney like goes through each piece of piece of clothing that kind of just like yeah. Yeah. Scrape oh, noise. yeah there's a lot of like room tone in that video yeah so much room tone. i don't know who that woman is but she didn't do a very good job of filling the silence <laughs> wait isn't that her assistant oh, she's with yeah <laughs> well so yeah listen i truly just wanted to talk about hayden panettiere and then some of these other other gals so i obviously you know it feels like like you were saying if candies for coal if candies for coals was a uk thing mm. you know we're talking it would have been the saturdays um, Alicia Dixon. Oh, who else do you think would have been like a great face for it? Mm, Pixie for Lot. Pixie Lot. Pixie Lot would have been all over. She would have done an original song. What, back in the day, Billy Piper. Yep. Basically, all our faves. <laughs> do you remember when we did the Pixie Lot episode and everything kept coming back to her performing at that Titanic? <laughs> that, the, like, HMS, the HMS Belfast the, Titanic experience. Her I, singing I really, Kiss the Stars. Yeah, I really like to imagine that it would be a Kiss the Stars. For candies at Coles at the Belfast Titanic Experience. <laughs> Kiss the stars in my candies at Coles. What about <laughs> S Club Juniors? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the gals just doing it. Be like, we got this one, boys. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, and actually, yeah, that, yeah, you're right. Mm. We really need to get into the S Club Juniors at some point because I've got a lot to say about their singles. Collections. I don't have anything to say about them. Oh well, guess you could be. I guess you're going to be listening to a whole lot of me talking. Just sit back and relax. <laughs> right. Well, what? So, how are you going to do UK equivalent okay. here? How is this Trojan horse of a topic going to work? So I, I thought what I would do is just take a look at, despite the fact that every single thing that I'm talking about happened in the mid 2000s, I thought I'd look at now. And try and do a, a, a now version UK equivalent. So I started thinking like, it's weird because the UK like pop world doesn't really currently kind of exist or have a thing. So I started thinking about who are the kind of the, the gals of kind of a mid-range fashion look. And I thought Love Island. And then I started thinking about all of those different who does the most collaborations with what thing out of Love Island. Oh. So I found like a list of all the, oh. the different brands. So I, I want your help in trying to just come up with one definitive brand from this list. So obviously none of these brands are a department store, but I still feel like, listen, it might say Coles in the title. I'm talking about candies, candies. for Coles. Let's, let's, not, let's not even do that. So the, the top three were boohoo.com. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I know what you're, where you're going. Pretty Little Thing. Oh, yeah. And then inexplicably a brand, which I've never heard of, where actually this girl, a girl from Love Island, it, she got the most, she got a million, a million pound deal with them, which was Miss Pap, <laughs> Miss P-A-P. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. And it said that she, it, it was worth a million pounds. It's the biggest post Love Island sponsorship deal bagged by anyone from wow. Love Island. I'm going to throw a curveball your way. Go for it. Now, Candy's at Coles, it's had its heyday. It's a little bit dated. It had all those gals involved. What in the UK is an equivalent that's also a little bit dated, but had those kind of gals involved? Lipsy. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. Pixie Lot had her range at Lipsy, didn't she? Her festival range. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed I didn't even... Lipsy didn't even cross my mind. And you're so right. And Lipsy was actually available in a department store. Yeah. So you would be able to go into Debenhams and pick up a Lipsy outfit. Yeah. So right. What, what other um, celebrities did it? There was definitely... Pixie Lot. Did maybe like Fern Cotton do it at some point? Ariana Grande? Excuse me? <laughs> Millie McIntosh. 
Oh, Rochelle. Michelle Keegan. Oh, Lucy Watson from Made in Chelsea. Oh, oh my God. I love Lucy Watson. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I bet um, Holly Willoughby had one as well. Oh, absolutely. Maybe Holly and Fern had like a BFFs one, like a BFFs range. <laughs> well, like a matching bandage dresses. It'd be like, are you the Holly? Are you the Fern in your friendship? <laughs> I imagine it being like, you know, those best friend necklaces that can attach together. I'm imagining like two bandage dresses that you can like connect at the side <laughs> and pose together. <laughs> what, what with kind of like those, those roped off things at airports in the immigration yes, line. Precisely. It's like you pull and you go, <laughs> you precisely. slot in. And then, then it's you and your BFF are wearing your BFF Holly and Fern dresses. <laughs> Okay, so you are you are one hundred percent right. The UK equivalent of candies at Coles is Lipsy at Debenhams. And we are back. Ben has got our British topic. What do you got for me, babes? Well, it's a Sunday, but not only is it a Sunday, it's a Sunday of a three-day weekend, and mm. that's because it's the bank holiday, and that indeed is my topic. For today. I, I didn't even need to look at the screen to know that that was Charity Shop Sue yeah. doing a sexy pose in a children's like water play area. Yeah, saying, thank <laughs> fuck it's bank holiday weekend. <laughs> so it's the bank holiday weekend, babes. Uh, uh, there is nothing more British than a bank holiday fucking weekend. Ooh. Or the BH weekend. BH weekends. <laughs> so just to give it a little bit of history, okay. I looked it up. So originally, they were introduced bank holidays in the late the late nineteenth century, and they were introduced originally just for banks and financial institutions to get the day off because it turned out back then, even on public holidays, well, people wanted to go to the bank, of course, to put in that check. So originally, bank holidays were just for banks and financial institutions because the people who worked there didn't get public holidays because in public holidays they had to just be there to you know deal with the travelers' checks and yeah. whatever. Um, so they were created for that, but now they're um, they're for everyone in the UK. Now, it's a little confusing today, the difference between a public holiday and a bank holiday. We can't get into that. Also, <laughs> England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, they're different numbers. I will say oh. uh, Scotland has uh, one more than England. Just going to throw that out there. But ultimately, we're talking about three-day weekends. There are a few throughout the year, but I want to focus on two. There's one in spring, the end of May, which we're right in right now. And there's one, the summer one, at the end of August. Those are the two key bank holidays we're going to really be dealing with today. Now, to give everyone a taster, particularly those not in the UK, of what a bank holiday in the UK is like, I'm going to read... What I did was I did a Google News search of bank holiday. Right. And I just wanted to look at all the headlines from yeah. all the newspapers. Daily Mail... Bank holiday revelers hit the town to celebrate end of lockdown. Daily Express. Does post come on bank holiday Monday? <laughs> the Guardian. Bank holiday Monday could be hottest day of year so far in UK. Oh, that's a dangerous, dangerous headline. Yahoo News. Ambulance service declares critical incident due to surge demand over bank holiday. And then BBC News. Bank holiday visitors urged to leave no trace at beauty spots. So there oh, we go. That's just like a taste of all the different things that are going on in a bank holiday. Well, pre-pandemic, pre a bank holiday news roundup would all be, it would be like a collection of like the Daily Mail and the Sun would, would always run an article, which because ever since like, you know, 2001, they love to write articles about people binge drinking. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things to do, yeah, would be to look at like a post-bank holiday roundup of like, revelers in wakefield and it's just like pictures of complete people completely obliterated like running around on the street and actually what always makes me laugh about those pictures is you're meant to you know it's written from such a sneering and judgmental tone everyone in those pictures is having the time of their fucking lives <laughs> i'm always just like well i guess in this situation everyone wins they're having fun and judgmental people are having fun looking at them lovely subsequently just shout out for anyone that does love looking at those kind of articles uh, the kind of fashion roundup of Ladies' Day at Aintree is always quite something. Oh. And the Melbourne Cup um, it, from Australia is also quite a beautiful collection of people drinking and falling over. Hat, hat on head, drink in hand, <laughs> shoes off. Just You get to see some glorious entries and exits from that event, especially the Melbourne one. Ooh, ooh mama. So 
bank holidays, there's a few different things you can do. As we said, hottest day of the year so far might feature. I'm just going to throw out some phrases. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, first pims of the summer. Maybe a barbecue. (laughs) Maybe all these different things. I hate pims. In in general, uh, I was looking also at the just hashtag bank holiday as the the Instagram tag over three three million posts. So angry already. It's just a lot of people either indoors clinking glasses or Mm -hmm. outdoors clinking glasses. There's a lot of alcohol going on. Now... We no longer live in the UK, but when we did, we both lived in London. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm gonna take us back. Imagine we still lived in London and it was the bank holiday. I'm going to do a bit of a choose your own adventure here. Okay. Okay. There are two options. And we're going to talk through both, both options. Option number one, bank holiday weekend away. Option number two, bank holiday in London. Mm-hmm. Let's look at option number one. Okay. okay. Bank holiday weekend away. What what might happen? Where might you go? What might you do? Well, back in my 20s, what mm. I would have done is I, we would have got a collection of us together and maybe gone back to Norwich for the weekend. Oh, okay. And like... Go home. Go, but like go home, but take friends with us. And when I say us, I mean me and Callista Charlie, because she's from the same place. And we'd be like, we'd gather up all the souls who wanted to leave London, take them to Norwich and have like a really fun three-day three day weekend with like... You know, Charlie's parents would put on a nice meal. We'd go out and get drunk. Nice. That would be a, that would be a solid option for a weekend away. I think you've, day. you've really struck a chord there. Of like, there's some debauchery, but there's also some cozy homeliness. Yes, going on course. there. Mine would be. Um, there would definitely be a bit. Even if I wanted to go away, I'd usually go away and see my family just outside of London, my cousins. But you know what? I want to have a bit of fun. So that Friday night, I would probably go out and drink a lot, and then the next day, I would go get the train. Yeah, and feel physically sick I going would, out to the the regions. Exactly. Yeah. And I would I would turn up, and they'd be like, "Oh, great to see you, Ben. Should we, you know, maybe like, um, do you want to drink at dinner?" I'd be like, "Do you know? Do you know what? I don't. I don't think I'm gonna have a." drink this weekend because i had all the drinks the night before so yeah that real balance of like going out but also homeliness yes our option number two in your choose your own adventure we're gonna stay in london this bank holiday weekend oof oof magoof yeah okay well the problem with that is because everyone in the uk loves to drink and because i'm a pisshead the problem with a BH weekend, mm-hmm. which is a trademark my brother used to say BH weekend. I know it's obviously just shortening it to the initials, but he used to use it all the time and we found it very funny. <laughs> Me and my friend and were like, oh, BH weekend. Anyway, you know, the problem with the BH weekend is you technically can start it on Thursday. So... What, at, at the end of work? At the end of work. Well, because, probably work that work day, the Because afternoon. the Friday work day is kind of a, kind of a bust because you know you're about to have a full three-day oh, weekend. So you saying. kind of get... So you, I think you'd people would... I'd say you'd have like a an after work pub night on a Thursday really? with like work people. And then the BH weekend would truly start on Friday night with your friends. You would, as you said, go out and get really, really, really drunk. Mm-hmm. Then you, then Saturday you kind of lick your wounds and you're like, Oh, I actually just have done too much. So you might maybe go to like a park with some friends or something. And you end up having like weirdly having a Saturday night in because Sunday you can go night. on a bloody Sunday night. Go on that Sunday night. No, no work on Monday. You can hit the goddamn clubs on a Sunday. People used to put on, like, what people used to put on. People, like, put on, like, club nights. Like, when we were always knocking around in London's trendy East End. Mm-hmm. There was always some kind of, what was that stupid club we used to go to all the time by the roundabout in Old Street? And we can never remember the name. There's something Russian related to it. Block. No, East Block. East, East Block. <laughs> yes, yes. German. <laughs> East Block. <laughs> Eastern Europe. There we go. Yeah, it, it feels like... If we maybe not now because we're old, but you know, a couple of years ago when we were in London, we definitely would have done like a Sunday night East Block. I don't know. I think feel like if we were still in London. What, I'd want one of those nights because like, you've got three days. Yeah, that's true. We'll just we, do one. We'll just do one. <laughs> we're old enough to recover. Mine um, would definitely maybe involve like buying some clothes in advance. Like I really want to. <laughs> I really want to like lengthen the bank holiday weekend. So I'm going to just add in the anticipation. Like, right. oh, I know I've got that big night out next weekend. I'm going to buy some jeans from Top Man. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so I'd buy those in advance for our night out or nights out. There'd be some pre-drinking going on, yeah. some pre-gaming to translate mm-hmm. for the American audience. So that would be going on somewhere. We'd have our big night out and it would usually, as you said, it'd be like a special night, maybe a ticketed event. Yes. Yeah. Shit, we're going to go that. We need to buy the tickets in advance. Are we going to go? Because it's bank holiday. Well, if you go before midnight, it's cheaper. <laughs> oh my God. The thought of, of going somewhere Thanks before because, midnight. I know. Because it's cheaper. Ugh. And then you, you hit the nail on the head at some point in that weekend, we're going to a park. Oh, we, you've got to go to a park. We are going to a park. Now, <laughs> babes, 
It's 2021. We live in London in this imaginary scenario. It's the bank holiday weekend. We're going to go to the park. I've made a little quiz for you. Okay. <laughs> what are you bringing to the park? <laughs> okay. Food, food and drink items. Tell me, and this, I'll tell you if it's on my list. This feels like a. This feels like one of those like weird improv games. Like I'm going to the park, and I'm <laughs> going to bring, and we have to like remember it. Okay. So um, well, I definitely would have gone to a Sainsbury's local. Okay. <laughs> and your list is Marks and Spencers. My list is Marks and Spencers. <laughs> yeah, but that's only because. In my in our imaginary situation, it's the Sunday. Yeah, we've might have done our big night out maybe Friday, maybe a few drinks on Saturday night. Sunday, we're hungover. We've gone to Hampstead Heath. Okay, and we're gonna go to that Marks and Spencers by Hampstead Heath exactly. by the Overground Station. Exactly. Okay, fine. Okay, well, let me just recalibrate for okay. my for that Marks and Spencers. Okay, fine. So we are gonna get um, some mini sausage rolls. Correct. I've got cocktail sausages, sausage rolls, and a Scotch egg. Yeah. Those yeah, anything from that family of sausage products. Mm-hmm. Then um, from the crisp translation chip aisle, we are gonna have to get those salt and vinegar. You know those like twisty things. Oh, I didn't have those kettle I... chips. Kettle chips. <laughs> yep. Kettle chips. <laughs> someone, someone just for like a nod is gonna get carrots and hummus. I have like um... crudite. Everyone does like a general attempt at crudite that never really. I'm going to give you that because I've got hummus. Yeah. And th- someone will always buy a sweaty bag of carrots that you have to throw into the bin at, in the park at the end of it because no, no one actually wants that. That's fair. And then I'm thinking just some, maybe some like fizzy sweets, you know, like if you're, you're Percy Pigs and all that bullshit. Oh, I didn't have those. And then... I'll tell you what I've got instead. I've got those those three for five pound oh, tubs. Oh, of course, of course. So there's like a brownies, flapjack. Chocolate um, mini bites, chocolate, chocolate cornflakes. Yeah. 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 And then I guess, you know, whatever brave souls have decided that they're going to actually drink some like Prosecco from Marks and Spencer. Got Prosecco on the list. With plastic cups. Drinks wise, other than Prosecco, anything else? Cider? Didn't have cider. Um, Like gin and tonic in a can? Yes. Gin in a tin? Gin in a tin. And on that note in a tin, one other thing. Oh, like vodka... Vodka cranberry? No, but I tell you what, we need to launch the Malibu summer. Malibu and Coke. <laughs> we need to launch the summer. What are we going to have? Oh, I don't know. Pim's in a tin. Oh, Pim's. Ugh. I don't think of Pim because I hate it. I'm sorry. Didn't factor in. You did very well there in my <laughs> quiz. You covered all the bases. Also, personally, we're in Marks and Spencer's. I'm going to get uh, for myself a Marks and Spencer's sandwich. What am I getting? Prawn mayo. Prawn mayo. Ugh. You knew it was in the... the, the I knew it was in the disgusting the, fish category. The, treat, the treats of the sea. <laughs> I'm having that prawn mayo sandwich. Well, no, we've we've been at our picnic. We've all had a few drinks. We're probably going to go somewhere now because we don't have work tomorrow. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to walk past all those trash cans, translation bins in Hampstead Heath that are just overflowing Oh, yeah. oh no, people, people are tying up Sainsbury's and Marks and Spencer's bags and they're next to the bin. Yeah. Well, we've tied them up. That's fine. <laughs> And then obviously there's that whole thing of like, then in the UK as a real culture on like the Tuesday of going back to work and everyone's like, bank holiday got me like this. Well, the best part of a bank holiday weekend, three day weekend, <laughs> four day work week. Complain- and complaining on Tuesday being like, I can't believe I'm back at work. Or, or it raining, although I think they've had a lovely weather this weekend, it raining and being like, raining a bank holiday, <sighs> typical. <laughs> now just to come back to first pims of the summer first pims of the year <sighs> so pims. american listeners pims is disgusting i kind of what fruity how would you describe the taste of pims it's kind of like a, a dark fruity liqueur punch yeah i would say that it has the the structure the annoying structure of like a mojito in the sense that how annoying it is having a drink filled with so much stuff well we haven't even got there we haven't made <laughs> the, the we haven't made the pims so like the Pims comes in yeah, a bottle. Yeah, it's like and a... And then you add it to what? What is it? Ice. Got some mint in there for fancy. Some cut up pieces of fruit. Yeah, cucumber, strawberry. strawberry all that shit. Yeah, and, and top up with lemonade. Yes. So yeah, it's basically a spirit and a mixer. But for some reason, it has to be done with loads of ice and loads of fruit and cucumber and sweet and savory bullshit. I, I, I can't stand it. <laughs> can't handle it. Nothing's worse than working in a pub... And it, it turns into PIM season. I tell you what, maybe like the first three PIMs you serve are perfect. The rest are lukewarm, Slapdash. no ice. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they're like, oh, but the picture has like mint. I'm like, does it look like I've got mint on me? I'm not. You're just going to take what you get. Yeah. I just, I'm never a fan of, of drinks having 
savory food that can come up the straw. It's why I don't drink mojitas either. They, it makes me, and it's why I've never had a, a bubble tea because the thought of liquid and solids being mixed together makes me feel really uncomfortable. But what about in Spain? How about a sangria? I hate sangria for really? that exact same reason. Yeah, it's too much, too many bells and whistles. I, it's why I don't even like mulled wine. It's like, oh, they, mulled, wi- I'm, mulled wine's disgusting. I'm, I'm, I can't, I think I just need a drink to be a drink. I can't have it be masquerading as like multiple other things. It's the stickiness of mulled wine that I feel like I have <laughs> one sip and it's too hot and I, I get the most intense headaches. It's so sweet. <laughs> like, this is revolting. Yeah, no, Pims can suck it and oh, wow. never be served again, in my opinion. Wow. <laughs> What are you going to do with that information, UK? <laughs> oh, happy bank holiday weekend. So I was thinking, I never remember the dates of bank holiday weekends. Everyone's like, no, it's easy to remember. It's like the last Monday in the fourth blue moon with the, yeah. the, the sky's high in August. <laughs> exactly. But it's the same every year. And you're like, I don't know. Yeah, they're like, it's obviously when, you know, the plow is in the sky and then the sun comes up before seven. Well, yeah, it was the, it's the third May in the month. Of course. Oh, God. Yeah. It. Okay. So... I've mainly been focusing on the end of May spring bank holiday and then the end of August summer bank holiday. Yeah. It really bookmarks the summer season. And naturally, well, not naturally. And in the US, we have something very similar because tomorrow in the US, although we'll be done by the time you listen to this, we've got Memorial Day. Yeah. And at the end of the summer, we have Labor Day. And those very traditionally sort of open and end the summer season Although not if you live in Los Angeles, because it's one long summer over I know, that's what I was thinking, like, one hot summer, my girl's alone. But I know, for example, if you live in New York, it's very much like the opening of the summer and the ending of the summer. Well, yeah, and they, like, all the gays go to, like, Fire Island for Memorial Day, don't they? And then close it out at Labor Day. Mm Mm-hmm. Like they launch, what, they launch that flag and then they put the flag down? I don't know. I don't know. White jeans. Don't wear them. (laughs) No, apparently it's fine now. I was watching the Real Housewives of New York and Ramona Singer um, was on the phone to Luann and uh-huh. she said, I Googled it and apparently it's fine to wear white all year round now. So okay. if Ramona Singer says it's happening, it's happening. Well, she loves a white jean. Well, also, it, there are different rules also if you live, I know they don't, but if you live in Miami, that's just white jeans all year. Oh, well, Ramona Singer loves to go to Miami. That's why. She did half of the pandemic in Miami. She also <laughs> lied about giving blood for COVID. Anyway, like we're not going to get into my love of Ramona Singer. So the US equivalent of the May bank holiday and the August bank holiday is Memorial Day and Labor Day. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Oh, well, I mean, what a journey we've been to the 2000s we've been in that trojan horse we've had a three-day weekend <laughs> so that make hayden panettiere like hayden of troy <laughs> is it helen of troy inside of the trojan horse <laughs> of troy. hayden of troy Perfect. that's what <laughs> in like a like a disney channel remake for 2000, 2007 that costume but, department are going to be busy Oh my God. I, again, I will urge people to listen to her version of Cruella Deville. It's quite something. Um, <laughs> what about the Hayden of Troy collection for Candies at Coles? <laughs> <laughs> Just some real like fun, accessible togas. Gladiator sang- <laughs> sandal. <laughs> oh my God. Hayden of Troy. Okay. Okay. We're going to end this episode as we normally do. We haven't done it in a while. And we've really had people clamoring for us to bring it back. (laughs) People will not stop messaging us. Um, We're going to play a game of Welcome Not Welcome, where we mention very British or very American things, and we say whether they're welcome or not, i.e. whether we like them or not. I am prepared. Fraser is not. He's just going to make some things up on the spot, but I'm going to go first. It's called improv, honey. Get with it. The phrase, away with the fairies. (laughs) I love that phrase. Do you? Yeah. She's away with the fairies. Maybe it's because I've been told that my life before. Oh, well, he's away with the fairies. What, you like? You're away with the fairies. Yeah, which is like a, two, a, a twofold attack on me, really, because it's like basically calling me a fairy, which is a great gay slur, oh. and also not being very present mentally, which is something I am guilty of. What, well, just sort of like slightly dismissing your mental health? <laughs> yes, that's so, true. <laughs> so, so just to explain to American listeners the phrase, away with the fairies, it means if someone's just a bit... Oh, they're not quite with it. But you're saying it in a loving way. But also, it's definitely from a period of time before people talked about mental health. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say for that reason, not welcome. Yeah, I said welcome and then I realized my whole example was people not being very nice to me using it. So I'm going to say not welcome. Not welcome. Also. Mm-hmm. Fairies, fuck off. <laughs> but not gay people. <laughs> 
I know we haven't started doing merch yet, but it's a great, that's a great t-shirt idea. Fairies well, fuck off. And then the back says in brackets, not gay people. I, by the way, I am seriously looking into merch for us. Oh God. This summer. No one's going to buy it. No, one. I think people are. Well, I can't We're wait for gonna... the, the Hayden of Troy t-shirt. It's <laughs> <laughs> just being made. In fact, listeners, get in touch. If you have ideas for merch, I'm thinking we're going to start with teas, and I've already got some very strong, simple ideas, but if there's anything you particularly want to see merch-wise, get in touch, okay? And we'll look into it. Jesus Christ. Right, what have you got? Welcome, not welcome. Okay, Uh, welcome or not welcome, Taco Bell. I've only been to Taco Bell once. In fact, it's on my list of things to explore for this episode, for Mm -hmm. this podcast. Yeah. So I'm going to say pending. I'm going to say welcome really yeah what would you get garbage the food is pure garbage yeah in like a literally like in like a shit yourself later situation but Mm. it's worth it for like the trash that you're putting in your mouth but where does it where does it stand in relation to say a del taco i think it's trashier than a del taco oh okay yeah like i think they're meant to be on the same level but i think it's actually a step below that it's like more garbagey than that but because but that makes it tastier. Welcome or not welcome, the BBC Six O'Clock News podcast. <laughs> oh my God. So you introduced this to me and you you introduced me to this. And I have to say I had to unsubscribe because I was Did getting you? too many. It was just too much coming into my, my podcast feed and I couldn't handle it. But it is very fun. It it's is really fun. A real bevy of regional accents. The accents are phenomenal <laughs> on it. So it starts off with there's the woman who's like, all podcast recordings, not the BBC, international territories. And then there's this very posh Scottish lady said, this is the six o'clock news. <laughs> and, and already I've had two extremely yeah. specific accents. I feel like every single podcast episode, someone has the most extreme Welsh accent you've ever heard. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> There's always a Welsh accent like in there, which is just mind blowing. Yeah. So I would actually say not welcome because I had to unsubscribe from the sheer volume of it. Okay. I'm going to say welcome because I find it strangely reassuring and it genuinely is nice to hear what's going on back in the UK factually. Welcome or not welcome, mint flavored Oreos. Have you had them? No. 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 They are. Are they good? So good. Really? I've had to stop buying them. You know what I want us to do? An Oreos uh, taste test? Yes. With all the different flavors? With every single flavor. Oh my God, that's... The problem is with this country, though, is that you can only buy them... By the massive packets. Yeah. Okay, here's my pitch for Nabisco, whoever owned Oreo these days. Why don't they do... <laughs> Nab- How Nabisco. the hell did you pluck Nabisco out of the thinner like because that? Because I've been obsessed with Oreos since I was a very small child. <laughs> Why don't they do one roll yeah. where every single Oreo in it is a different Oreo? Like a variety pack. Do you not think that's genius? Yeah, that's a good idea. We should... Well, listen. We'll, we'll, we'll do... At some point, we'll try and find the smallest amount of Oreos we could buy from each flavor, and we'll do an Oreo, a full Oreo taste test. I also think separately we should do an M&M taste test. Yes, yes, we need to do that. As well. My final one, welcome or not welcome, a toasty. Oh, now, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. We used to have a Breville toasty maker. Well, of course, you were a family in the 90s. And making my own toasty was like a real thing. I feel like it was like a very early thing that I was allowed to do myself. And let me just talk you through it because it was... Can you explain to our American listeners what a toasty is, please? Toasty is a toasted sandwich. um, But basically, here's here's how I would do it. I'd take two pieces of bread. I'd take four because I'd be making and I'd eat all of them. So take two pieces of bread and you you have to butter both sides of the bread. It's very important. Yep. And then in my filling would be grated, <laughs> mild grated cheddar cheese because Pre- I was basic. Pre-grated. Pre-grated. Pre-grated from that plastic packet. And ketchup. Oh. And then what I would do is then you put the bread together and then basically you put it into kind of a, it's almost like a panini press, but it's very specifically shaped so that the edges get like clamped shut, but the cheese and the tomato filling goes into two separate triangles. <laughs> like a, it's like a hot, is it maybe like a hot like pocket, a hot pocket or something? Yes. It's not just like a toasted sandwich where you can see the filling. No, no it's all it gets, sealed. It gets crimped shut. Into an inc- <laughs> a piping hot interior. Yeah. And yes, and that's and obviously that's why you have to butter both sides of the bread because you're going to be using this hot kind of weird thing. Again, a child, this being a childhood thing I used to do, very dangerous, but it was the mm. 90s. Who cares about safety? Mm. And then as you said, the least safe part of it would be you would then bite into it and hot, like boiling hot, like cheese grease would always just get like a burn down your chin from it or a little burn on your lip. 
<laughs> Lovely. I think for any child in the 90s, it was the real, it was like your first taste, pun intended, of like, of making your own food. Yes, for sure. Because you're allowed to use this machine. It was kind of fun. I would do a, a ham and cheese. Right. I would say. And yeah, you've got to butcher those outside so it doesn't stick. Yeah. But I tell you what's a nightmare. Other than burning your, other than burning your mouth, cleaning that fucking toasty machine. <laughs> How did you, uh, we would always let it cool and then you'd get kitchen roll. Yeah. And just like wipe it down. Do not get metal near that <laughs> press. I will also say I did. Now I'm not going to be accusing my mother, you know, whether we might hear from her soon or not. I'm not going to be accusing her of anything, but I did live in quite a sloppy house. So I do think our toasty maker was, I think you always got a little bit of, a little bit of stank from the last time it was used onto the next toasty, which I think really kind of cultivated a, I think it's like one of those pans that you're not meant to clean, you know, where you're just like, "Mm." like, oh, I'm getting the piquant taste of a, of a, of a a Lurpak spreadable, (laughs) of a Lurpak spreadable from six months ago. Lovely. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Please rate and review us because we would love some more rating and reviewings. Um, It would just be super helpful. Yeah. Please get in touch with your merch ideas. Although I am, we are truly just going to be doing Hayden of Troy merch for me. (laughs) No, I'm going to, I'm going to get those, those leather gladiator sandals and I'm going to create candies for Coles, Hayden of Troy label. No, that's not happening. Um, Yeah. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks and hope you're all good and enjoying the BH weekend. Oh, let us know what you did for the BH weekend. Want to hear about it? You are and where you went and what yeah. you saw. And if there's anything now that we haven't lived in the UK for a few years, if there's anything new, any new traditions for the BH weekend that have crept in, mm. love to know about yeah. them. Thank you, everyone, and as ever, you're welcome. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13! I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.